in America, somehow we forgot that if you put in the right kind of nutrients, your body's smart enough to heal itself. If you eat a piece of chicken, you're full of arsenic. And I've got friends and patients that raise chickens here in East Texas. They say, oh, no, I'd never eat a chicken. They're, oh, my God, polar bears have thyroid problems, which can contribute to mental problems. I don't know how you'd judge that in a polar bear. I guess if he's grumpy, but... I think one of the biggest fallacies is some people think, oh, well, I'm going to do this six weeks detox and I'm going to be young, rich, and good looking. And I caution people and I tell them just because it's in normal limits, these reference ranges cover what's normal, uh, what's common in America, not what's healthy. If your doctor says you're fine, why don't you feel fine? You are listening to the Optimal Performance Podcast. The OPP is brought to you by Natural Stacks, makers of 100% natural and open source supplements designed to help you live optimal. For more information on how to build optimal mental and physical performance into your life, keep it right here, listening to the OPP or visit naturalstacks.com. Brian Muncy is probably the smartest guy I know. Trust me, Muncy is the nutrition guy. Ryan Muncy's out there trying to make the world better for all of us. The Optimal Performance Podcast is bold, edgy, creative, entertaining, and epic. Ryan Muncy is my go-to guy. Ryan Muncy is he's the first guy I call. He's making people's lives better. Ryan Muncy's an innovator. Dr. Lewis talking. I hate reading bios. Our listeners know this. I'm going to give you 30 to 60 seconds to fill us in on your story. Well, I can probably shortcut that. Uh, chiropractor by training uh, have always been very interested in the nutritional aspect of health. And, you know, fortunately or unfortunately, I'm old enough. I've seen health go down in America, and I've been blessed enough to see parts of Europe and go to China and see that, yes, America really is that unhealthy. Part of that's, you know, toxins or part of it's lack of uh, nutrition. And, you know, if you supplement correctly and target the immune system, uh, there are many, many things that can go away. I know, you know, we need that disclaimer the FDA, you know, has, but uh, in America, somehow we forgot that if you put in the right kind of nutrients, your body's smart enough to heal itself. Uh, I can tell already this is going to be a fun conversation. Uh, before we dive in, a couple of housekeeping notes for you guys. Make sure you go to naturalstacks.com. You'll be able to see the blog post for this. Uh, we'll have links, resources, links to studies, anything that we mentioned that you can potentially follow up on. So um, keep that in mind as well, Dr. Lewis, as we go. If there's any study you want to mention, uh, just bring it up. You can email it to me later and we'll put it on the blog post for folks to follow that up. Um, as you guys listen, share this episode of the podcast and the OPP in general with the people in your life who you know will benefit from and enjoy the things that we're talking about. You know, as you hear Dr. Lewis talk about some of these things, um, you know, and it sparks some person in your head, whoever you think about, make sure you share this episode with them, uh, text the link to them or get on their phone and subscribe them to the podcast. And finally, go to iTunes, leave us a five-star review, let us know how much you like the show. That really does help the ratings, it helps more people see the show, 
And when we read your review on the air, we will send you a care package as a thank you, as I'm going to do for Mr. Clayton Miller. Uh, this is actually on Instagram, but I found it anyway. So uh, Clayton Miller, Coop US Navy, says, I've learned so much from your podcast. Thank you for the wealth of information you've provided. So Clayton, uh, it's my pleasure. Thank you for your service. And shoot me an email, ryan at naturalstacks.com. We'll hook you up with a care package. All right. Housekeeping notes are over. Dr. Lewis, <laughs> let's dive in. Um, we have it sort of earmarked to talk a little bit about chronic fatigue, thyroid. Um, but in your, in your intro, I, I want to talk about some of the stuff you mentioned right there. I, I've been fortunate enough to travel outside of the U.S. several times in the last year. I have seen exactly what you described. Um, I've not been to China, but in Europe, there's a, there's a stark contrast between what you see over there and, and what you experience here in the States. And my wife and I actually remarked on the plane home that the only obese people we saw in Europe, um, this goes for, for the trip that we took together and then the trip that I took separately uh, a few months before that, the only obese people that, that we saw in Europe were American tourists. <laughs> I've seen that to be true. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's funny, but I mean, it, at the same time, I mean, it, it's true. I mean, what's going on? Well, you know, it, it's kind of a multifaceted thing. And if I get too much off on a tangent, just reel me in because <laughs> usually Janet's here to do that. And I've been fortunately guest on other podcasts, but on one of them, you could tell he didn't like my long convoluted answers. He wanted me to be concise. So he directed all of his questions to Janet. So reel me in if you need to. All right. <clears throat> What's going on? Um, well, the environment really is toxic and people don't believe it because they don't necessarily see it. And say, let's say arsenic. If you eat a piece of chicken, you're full of arsenic. And I've got friends and patients that raise chickens here in East Texas, they say, oh, no, that I'd never eat a chicken. You don't know how those things are grown, but we still you, have to eat something. You have friends who raise chickens for some of the commercial providers, and yes. they wouldn't eat the chickens that they raise. They said, no way. Wow. Um, that doesn't surprise me, but... I mean, it's, it's still great to have that as a soundbite on the show. <laughs> yeah, you notice I'm not naming the two uh, major players that they're growing for. But. Well, you, you said two, and, and I think I and our listeners know which two that might be. Yeah, well, probably so. They start with a P. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, one of them does. The other one starts with a T. Yeah. Oh, man, you're brilliant and psychic. I like that. <laughs> So, you know, let me just tell a quick story to illustrate how toxic the world is. It's a very true story. And there's this young man that I very much like. He's kind of like a little brother to me. And he, he's an organic farmer. And he called me after doing our supplements, you know, doing our inexpensive blood work and doing our supplements for two years. And he said, Dr. Lewis, I've done your stuff for two years, but I quit your stuff three months ago and I feel like blank. He, you can fill in the blank. He said, but I'm an organic farmer. He said, on your supplements, I felt so good. I moved from New York to North Carolina, got first runner-up best organic farm because your supplements gave me that kind of energy. But why is it I feel terrible when I don't take them? And I said, well, you know, now you know closer to what God expects us to be, closer to what 100% of what we can be, not just physically, but mentally too for this guy. And I said, did you read the book I told you to read? Well." 
for all the people that come to see me, then I give them a list of two or three books that I think should be required reading. But he said, no, I didn't read it. And I said, you didn't read it two years ago. What are those books? Well, Detoxify or Die by Sherry Rogers. Dr. Rogers is the world's leading expert on environmental toxins. Anything by her is absolutely, oh my God, slap you in the face with the truth. And, um, you know, I've got hundreds here and more at the house. Um, I read hundred or two a year. Um, <clears throat> and so I said, well, I just got a new one in. I'm going to send it to me. And I love this guy. He's a great guy. And I said, but don't call me and waste my time until you've read the book like I told you to two years prior. I scolded him a little bit. <laughs> and in about two weeks, he calls me back and says, oh, my God, polar bears have osteoporosis and we don't spray anything up there. Oh, my God, polar bears have thyroid problems, which can contribute to mental problems. I don't know how you judge that in a polar bear. I guess if he's grumpy, but... Uh, <laughs> And he says, oh, my God, we're getting DDT from where they're spraying for malaria, trying to eliminate malaria in Africa, and it's coming in on the jet stream. And he went on and on and on and on. I said, yep, I got it. You read the book. He said, but I eat organic. And I said, you do not understand. You're not listening to me. You said you were closer to 100% following my lead. I said, even if it's organic, you don't know if it's one part per million or 16,000 parts per million of manganese or molybdenum or just whatever. I said it can vary that much even in organic food, which is organic's good because it doesn't have the pesticides and herbicides, but it's still not necessarily nutrient rich. Right. And, and we've had several farmers on the show before saying, you know, I think our listeners are aware that in that case, it depends on the soil quality. Yes, very much. Um, so I guess continue then with, with that line of thought. I mean, we've, we've got, uh, we, we started talking about this with the differences between the U S and Europe. I mean, if, if some of this stuff is in the atmosphere and it's being spread by the jet stream or, you know, certain weather patterns, right. I mean, obviously that's going to affect Europe too. I mean, that, that can't account for the sole difference. Well, we spray our crops with things that might not be good. And I've, I've got this young man in uh, London, although he's originally from Poland and went through the Chernobyl fallout. And uh, he said, well, my wife's a biochemist and she says, your stuff's the best there is. And it's like, yeah, we kind of shoot for that. But, uh, and he paid a huge tariff to get it into the UK. But, uh, I said, well, you have gut problems and you probably have food allergies and I want you to quit eating this, this, that. He said, stop. We don't eat the GMOs that you have there in America. And I said, oh, you're right. I'm sorry. So it was something else. <laughs> we filled this uh, GI tract full of massive amount of probiotics and that in itself can be problematic to get them to colonize because you may be full of lead, cadmium, mercury, DDT, you know, benzenes and, and all the, the fire retardants you get out of your mattress every night. <clears throat> but they finally seemed to colonize and most of his uh, allergies went away, which 
anytime you have a problem, any kind of disease, you have to think gastrointestinal because that's always a big part of the equation. That's fascinating. I mean, we just recently, um, I guess two, two or three episodes prior to, to this one, uh, we had Dr. Michael Murray on the show and, and that was all about digestive health. And he quoted Hippocrates who said, you know, all disease starts in the gut. Yeah. Um, you mentioned that the presence of heavy leads or, or toxins, fire retardants, things like that, that we get from our mattress, uh, right. which if you guys haven't heard the episode with Klaus from Samina, go back and check that one out. We talked all about the ideal bed situation and scenario uh, for, for folks interested in health, uh, like you guys who listen to this show. Uh, so we'll, we'll hold off on uh, that tangent into bedding materials, but <laughs> talk a little bit about how, heavy metals can impact, well, first of all, where, where do we get exposed to them? And then how do they impact, um, what we're trying to do with developing that beneficial gut biome? Well, we've been exposed to them since way before I was born. Um, you know, the industrialized industrial revolution, I think, uh, increased that, uh, here in East Texas, we have a lot of coal-fired power plants. So, you know, that exposes, even though they clean it up much better than they did a few decades ago. But uh, <clears throat> let's see, you get, for example, many years ago, it's a big kick for everybody to be on uh, calcium, which I think is not very well thought out. But people were getting, the ones that thought they were getting the better supplement of bone meal, which is certainly better than the dolomite or calcium carbonate. Uh, the bone meal comes from cows. And what did we do way before you were born? Obviously uh, we put lead in our gasoline. And so it would come out in the fumes and it would go out into the pastures and it would settle down into the grass and the soil and the cows would eat that. And therefore their bones were more, uh, laden with lead than they would be normally or naturally. And then we grind them up and use them as bone meal and compress them into calcium tablets. And so that's one of the ways people got high levels of lead. And I did about six months of plumbing back in the 70s before I went to chiropractic college. And we were soldering these copper pipes. And I told the master plumber, I said, well, the copper's probably toxic, but I guarantee this lead's going to be an issue. And now... All of a sudden, lead's an issue. Well, it's been an issue all along. We've just now begun to recognize or diagnose it. Aluminum, it's all over the place. Cadmium, aluminum's in your deodorant, uh, unless you use a few of the more natural ones. Uh, cadmium, uh, that's a big one. Men with prostate problems, you better do something to detox cadmium. Uh, you get a lot of these out of your vaccinations. And I'm not saying good or bad about vaccinations. I've read the pro and I've read the con, and I don't want to fight the center of disease control. But, um, and, you know, they, they certainly have a lot of toxins in them, aluminum and thimerosal. So uh, cadmium is one that we haven't talked about. And just briefly on the deodorant thing, um, we've had Cassie from Fatco on. That is the deodorant that I use. It's uh, Fatco. Uh, Dr. Bronner's is a great alternative to um, traditional personal care products. There's there's quite a few. So if you guys haven't heard that episode, definitely go back and check that one out as well. Um, all good recommendations from Dr. Lewis here. Let's talk about cadmium detox. What would your protocol be for that? Well, you've got to understand each person has a different theory or, or different things that we promote because we like it better. 
I'm not one that wants to spend a thousand or two thousand of your dollars testing. And some people do. You can do what's called a DMSA challenge. You know, you take certain pills and it will chelate that out and you measure it in the urine. I personally don't do that because we know we're all full of it, pun intended. Uh, <laughs> why not just throw in the extra nutrients you cannot get out of your food to let your body detox? And I think one of the biggest fallacies is some people think, oh, well, I'm going to do this six weeks detox and I'm going to be young, rich, and good looking. It's not what you do in six weeks. It's the nutrient level every day so that your body can turn on these detoxification pathways. And, you know, there, there's many of those and most of them are not working. And there's a couple of uh, pretty large uh, cancer studying entities. I can't think of the name of them right now because I think aluminum's helping me lose my memory, but um, they say that in all cases of cancer or almost all cases of cancer, you have hypomethylation, and that just means less methylation. That's just one detox pathway out of many. So your liver is very, very important, but it has to have the nutrients to work with, and I try to give a silly or stupid analogy so people can remember it i say well you know i don't care how pretty your pickup truck is if you don't fill it full of gas it still can't go down the road so you have to give your body the nutrients it needs not just to detox but to create the energy and to make you feel good mentally and physically well let's segue off of energy right into chronic fatigue i think this is something that um it, it's an interesting topic to bring up because a lot of times people kind of poo-poo it and say it's not a real disease. But, um, you know, there's, there's the CDC, Mayo Clinic, all have started to recognize it as an actual disorder. I was looking it up a little bit. 2.6% of the global population uh, has chronic fatigue syndrome, and it costs the U.S. $9 billion a year. I bet so, that's underestimated, I bet. <laughs> So I guess for our listeners or somebody who may be a skeptic, I mean, what's the difference between chronic fatigue and just being tired? Chronic fatigue is chronic. It's long-term. You know, everybody gets tired uh, from time to time. And there's a a study, if you'll allow me to look at my notes here, Journal of Family Practice Recertification, and it says causes of fatigue. And it, it says dead tired. That means depression, which that's an entire subject by itself. Environment, well, there's your environmental toxins. Uh, Anxiety, anemia, and asthma. You'd be surprised how many people have too high iron or too low iron, which would be one of the anemias. And and who doesn't have anxiety from time to time? I I don't know. Maybe it's a high percentage because the people that come to see me have a high percentage of it. Then diabetes, well, we're going into metabolic syndrome. That's the obesity you talk about because of our simple carbohydrate and sugar-laden foods, which disrupt the gut microbiome. Uh, Thyroid and tumors, about two out of three people that I see have their thyroid that's within normal limits, but it's not an optimal. And I caution people and I tell them, just because it's in normal limits, these reference ranges cover what's normal, uh, what's common in America, not what's healthy. And I'm, you know, let me get in trouble here. You can edit it. Um, 
these reference ranges cover the 400-pound weird people in Walmart that we make fun of on the Internet for making the Walmart people. So it covers those kind of people. That does not mean you're healthy. That just means that's common here in America. And I apologize to the people that made that like it's a badge of courage or something. But <clears throat> we're not a healthy nation. Yeah, that's a conversation that, that we've had with uh, some previous guests that – you know, the, the word normal and the word average have, have become bastardized because the way that our society has changed over, over my lifetime, over your lifetime. And, yes. and you, you make a really good point that, you know, as, as our listeners, most of our listeners are incredibly proactive with their health and, and they're, right. they're, I see it all the time. They, they go to the doctor, they get their lab results and, you know, they're either, you know, they, they send them to people that they work with, people like you, they post them online and, and they've got these forums and everybody's looking at it. And, you know, how can I optimize this? Because as you just said, you know, if it's in the normal range, the doctor's not going to do anything to, to help you, you know, get it higher. Uh, testosterone is one that, I mean, that that's a, an example that just comes up all the time. I mean, yes. the, the range is so, so wide. And, you know, just because, I mean, you could, a, a guy could have testosterone levels of 300 and he's going to get zero help from his doctor. But as you know, I mean, that's, that's almost non-existent. That's on the low end of maybe. Okay. Um, I like the word you use bastardize and it's what we've become uh, immune to just because we've seen it so much. And we get this uh, influx of, in my opinion, too much information or misinformation uh, the Google Queens that I call my patients that search Google all the time. It's like, well, you can, you can go read anything you want to read, good, bad, or indifferent. But here's the question. If your doctor says you're fine, why don't you feel fine? I like something? that. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess on some of these things, you know, the, these values that, may fall in the normal range. Um, but because they're normal and not optimal, we don't feel optimal. Um, what are some of the micronutrients or minerals that you try to key in on to help your patients feel optimal? Well, you know, experts don't agree on anything, but generally speaking, the, the people that uh, deal with nutrition agree on five things, and it's a uh, good multivitamin, uh, fish oil, digestive enzymes, probiotics, and fiber. I personally think vitamin D should be in there. Uh, and then here's the problem with supplements. Because every day, several times a day, people say, but I'm taking this supplement, that supplement. I said, well, it's not working. And so, again, I try to give a crazy analogy uh, so that people re will remember it. Uh, I asked a lady in uh, Iowa this morning when I was talking to her, and she's doing absolutely awesome on her lab and feeling better and sleeping better. But I said, okay, your friend is taking this, but she's not getting any better. Tell her that her supplement may be like her crazy ex-boyfriend that's toxic and harmful to you. All men are not created equal. There's some that are really, really nice and protective and nurturing to women. Then there's the mediocre. And then there's those that are toxic and harmful. And the supplements are the same way. There's a huge, huge, huge difference. If you're getting it off Amazon, for example, let's talk about quality of supplements for a minute. 
this week had one of my long-term young men patients from, he's up there in Iowa, I think, Illinois maybe. He says, well, when I take your selenium, it tastes bad. It makes me belp and burp, burp and I feel nauseous. And we said, well, send us a lot number. Well, it wasn't our supplement. He got it off Amazon. And there is counterfeit like crazy going on in the supplement industry. So I'd be careful where you buy it. Yeah, and that's that's one of the reasons that Natural Stacks has, has had such a commitment to transparency and labeling and, and open source with um, uh, sourcing the ingredients for the formulations that we are putting out there. I mean, that was the exact gap and sort of dysfunction that you describe is what the pain point was uh, that was the genesis for Natural Stacks. So um, totally relate to, to what you're saying on that. Um, all right. And another question for you on chronic fatigue. So one of the symptoms that the Mayo Clinic lists is enlarged lymph nodes in the neck and in our armpits. Right. And, and that's one that really jumped out at me. I, I'd love to get your explanation on uh, why that happens and what that means. Well, that's really good. You're asking a structural question to a chiropractor. I like this. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the lymph glands are, you know, they're like the pathway for the garbage. And if you have proper muscle tone and muscle movement, and that most of us don't, because the muscles get a little bit tied up together, uh, it can't move and pump and move the lymphatics back into where it dumps into the, uh, I think it's inferior vena cava, superior vena cava. I passed that test 30 years ago, so I don't remember. Uh, you're, you're not a cardiologist. You don't have to memorize that. No, no. I know when to send people to one. Though. <laughs> <laughs> and just, just a real quick interjection for you guys listening. If you haven't heard the episode, um, I don't remember the number, but it was maybe four or five episodes ago. It was Scott Dolly, who is an amazing uh, biomechanical movement guru. Go back and listen to that one. He talks all about uh, exactly what Dr. Lewis just mentioned with um, – muscle movement and, and how they're, um, uh, you know, if, if we don't do the soft tissue mobilization correctly, we get um, cross adhesions and, and all sorts of things. So just go back and listen to that one. Um, Dr. Lewis, continue with uh, lymph nodes for us. You know, that's really good advice because as a chiropractor, I always try to do more than move the bone off the nerve because that's an oversimplification anyway. And I do more muscle work. Uh, and I, of course, like chiropractors, but, you know, go to one that does more muscle work, more myofascial release, and some massage therapists are much better than others and are, are just really incredible mechanics. They understand, well, this relates to this, relates to this. Uh, I think yoga is a good thing, um, you know, to, to stretch and to bring about symmetry right to left, front to back, top to bottom. I think that's very, very important. Uh, so the lymphatics, and there's also different herbs and supplements that can help with that. Zinc and selenium are, are two of the big missing uh, minerals, and that can help displace the uh, heavy metals we were talking about earlier. Helps the lymphatics also. Okay. So then as it pertains to chronic fatigue, the, uh, the swollen lymph nodes, or mm -hmm. is, is that because of um, – buildup of these heavy metals or is it just a, a lack of 
proper functioning of the lymph system? Well, it's usually because they're not being pumped correctly because of lack of movement. Okay. Uh, but, you know, it depends on what research you read, whether chronic fatigue is Epstein-Barr, mono, or cytomegalovirus. It does not matter. The point is you don't have an immune system strong enough to work. And when I say immune system, you have to know that 60, 70, 80% your GI tract. So you always have to go back to the gut and the microbiome because those good bacteria, once you can get enough established, they can do most of the work. And then, well, back to the lymphatics, you know, it's usually white blood cells that have gone in to attack these viruses. And when they get used up or eaten up, uh, you know, you have to have them disposed of. So that's how it gets clogged up. So I'll, massage therapist i get a massage about every week i get an adjustment once or twice a month uh, i don't take any medications but i take a lot of supplements okay um well let's talk uh, thyroid you mentioned that a lot of people um, i think you said what was it two out of three are, are okay but that's still one out of three that you see or not um well, I probably misstated that. The ones I see, it's probably two out of three or three out of four that's not. Okay. Animal. You know, I probably missaid that. Okay. Well, and that's, I mean, thyroid is, uh, it, it, it controls all of the hormones that regulate metabolism. We're talking about energy. So is there right. an overlap with thyroid and chronic fatigue? In a big way, but, you know, it's also the hypothalamus and the pituitary in your brain and how that relates to your adrenal glands. And your adrenal glands are the first gland that seems to have to deal with stress. And I hate to say the word stress without having a little bit of a definition because that can be chemical stress that we talked about, physiological, financial, uh, marital stress. You know, there, there's a lot of different stresses. But uh, usually from the vitamin standpoint, you're missing enough B5 or panathenic acid to help them feel good and, and not lose their reservoir of proper cortisol or the ability to make the proper amount. Uh, Janet takes a lot of uh, panathenic acid, and I, I don't know if it's just the stress of running a business or the stress of living with me, but it makes her more peaceful, so it's a good thing. Um, again, back to zinc and selenium, but, you know, for the thyroid hormones to be converted, you know, you need B2 and B3 also. Most people don't talk about that. You need the zinc, selenium, you need uh, tyrosine, one of the very important amino acids. Uh, one of the most adaptogenic herbs is ashwagandha. That's an incredible herb. And again, it pays to have good sources of that because, you know, you need truth in labeling. Absolutely. All right, you just rattled off a bunch of stuff. You said selenium twice. Um, talk about, uh, well, not twice in that, but that's the second time you've mentioned selenium. Talk about why that's such an important mineral. It's very anti-cancer. It helps your body uh, stop some of the abnormal cell replication. Um, and I'm saying that because most men my age have a swollen prostate and you know i don't know if zinc should be number one is selenium number two or the other way around but you need to consider both of those um i take them both you know and you know my wife who's 10 years younger than me says i'm way too young and energetic for her and uh, 
it takes a certain amount of supplements to maintain this kind of energy. And I take supplements to keep my brain sharp. And it's not that genetics won't catch up with you, but you can very, very, very largely affect genetic expression through nutrition. Right. Right. Um, well, and selenium is another important one. If you're not eating a lot of Brazil nuts or, or chocolate, um, you're not going to get selenium in your diet. And right. you've also got to be cognizant, as we said earlier, about the soil that it was grown in. If, if there's you know no selenium left in the soil, then it's not going to be in the food you eat. Right. Um, ashwagandha is another one. I don't think we've talked much about that on the show. Why do you uh, have such high regard for that herb? seems to be the one, I shouldn't say the most, but one of the most adaptogenic herbs, you know, herbs that allow your body to deal with stress. Uh, you know, there's several others. You know, I, I love the different uh, types of mushrooms because mm-hmm. it helps, you know, immune system, you know, fight its own battles. But, uh, and a lot of our formulas are just a, a compilation of different ones. So if one doesn't really work for you, the next five or six will. We do a lot of that. Um, But I don't know. I take so much. And and one that uh, Janet and I are experimenting now with is um, a very, very strong magnolia bark. Hanakial is what it's, uh, I guess, the trade name. And... uh, there's about a 47-page review on it, and it helps stop a lot of the cancer cells, and it helps the GABA, and that's gamma-aminobutyric acid. That means I'm going to feel better mentally. I'm going to sleep because sleep deprivation is a major problem in America uh, for a lot of different reasons. But uh, if you can get good sleep, um, then your body has a better chance of healing. So. So this magnolia bark is, as the vitamins go, a little bit more on the expensive side. And guess what? I can't keep it on the shelf. People say, oh, my God, it, it, makes, really? that, you know, it makes that much of a difference. We just started it. And, of course, we're telling people about it and giving them a little uh, something to read. And they're like, oh, want a bottle, want a bottle, want a bottle. And it's just boom, 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 just like that. Uh, but, again, Jan and I have to experiment with it before we can. If we don't own it here, we can't sell it. Right, right. Uh, let's go back to the very beginning. You mentioned, you know, being able to travel and see different parts of the world. I mean, what are some of the other differences that you've noticed? Uh, I mean, you mentioned China and the Europe compared to the U.S. Well, <clears throat> China was busier. Uh, and if you've ever, hopefully you don't drive there, but you have a driver, but they are absolutely crazy compared to rush hour traffic in Dallas or Houston or L.A., but they don't have road rage. It, it's amazing. Um, and Janet says, oh, this is a lot worse than Mexico. I said, yeah, it is, and that's pretty crazy. Um, some of the real differences, there, you know, there's cultural differences. We spent a couple of days in St. Petersburg, Russia, and um, – you know, you can already tell. Sometimes um, sometimes I say things I probably should keep to myself. So I asked the lady on the bus that was our interpreter with that thick-tongued accent. 
I said, why are y'all not happy people? I've been here two days and I've seen three smiles and I swear two of them were tourists. And of course, the big bus driver, Boris, had uh, biceps bigger than my waist. And he looked at me funny and I thought, oh, my goodness. But she said, well, we were a repressed society for so many hundreds of years that if you were smiling and laughing and having a good time, the government thought you were up to something and they might imprison your family, you know, for things like that. So uh, Russians seemed to be a lot less happy and they smoked and drank at least a lot more openly than anywhere we've seen. Uh, China, even in the hustle and bustle, they were the most gracious smiling people, uh, Finland, Denmark, Sweden, you know, it's not that we spent a lot of time there, but, um, they all seemed very, very nice, but they seem more laid back, even though they had cell phones, they weren't consumed with information. And I think we Americans are getting, uh, too much information and we don't have enough downtime. We don't have enough time to go back and get peaceful. I think that's the thing. Yeah, the, the cell phone and, and technology addiction is it's a fascinating thing to me. How do we, I don't want to say break that, but I mean, what are some actionable items that people could do to reduce that living with their face in their cell phone? Oh, you're just opening up a can of worms for me to get in more trouble. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm from the Southern Baptist Bible Belt, and I say, go go practice yoga. And they said, no, they think that's a religion. I said, no, just the relaxation, the meditation, the stretching. Um, I go sit on the deer stand and uh, listen to nature and watch the bobcats and text Janet. "Uh, It's a big bobcat. She says, don't shoot it. I said, I'm not going to shoot it. Um, And watch the pigs. I will shoot those. However, Um, you know, get back to nature, you know, go take a walk around the lake, go, you know, wet a hook and don't put bait on it because you don't want a fish to bite and interrupt your peaceful thoughts. Uh, Spend more time with your family, you know, get down on the floor with the grandkids. I mean, we need to get back to simple, I think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, you know, what Janet and I try to do is give you enough uh, health where you feel like it. You know, that's the key. Yeah. Um, And you mentioned in, in China the lack of road rage. That's fascinating, especially given that, you know, they may have some of the highest traffic in the world. Yes. Any insights on the why that is? I think because in general, they are much more poor. And so they are very grateful for what they have. You know, we would see on our way to the airport because we flew several different places in China. We'd see people at four or five in the morning with huge, huge, uh, mounds of sticks tied up and bundled on their back or people behind water buffalo plowing the fields. And they said, all those farmers make the equivalent of $5 a month. And it's like, they were still happy. And I think we have been guilty of falling for the commercialism and wanting more stuff. And then we get more stuff and find out, you know, that really didn't make me happy. Many years ago, I'd tell people, I said, you know, the thrill of owning a BMW goes away much quicker than the payments. It's a trap. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> Dr. Lewis, if, if our uh, listeners wanted to get more of you, where could they find you and, and your wife, Janet? Uh, you can go to ProHealthIQ.com. 
the number 903-663-1008. Uh, you know, you can go on ProHealthIQ.com and fill out a health survey, and I'll almost always am the one to call. You know, sometimes that I get a little overly busy, but I still try to make that initial call and see if there's something we can do. We, we do some really inexpensive lab work and we can do it in 47 different states. And, uh, you know, we go over that, evaluate it and say, well, this is the pattern. It may be in reference range, but it's not in a healthy range. And this is what you need uh, in order for your body to have the raw materials to fight it. And you can get well again. You can feel good again. And, and I don't mean just physically because, you know, you can't separate the mind from the spirit. I know this is sort of a, a, a an unfair question to ask because no no two people are the same. And there's no one test that's perfect. But you know, if you could recommend one and only one test for our listeners, what would be the one thing to look at? Well, if you're talking about one lab test, there's no way I could do that. Um, you know, we test so very much more than your average doctor will do because they have restraints from insurance companies, and I just mm -hmm. cut it down to right at cost. And, and, you know, we do the regular CBC, CMP, but we do your chance of heart attack and stroke. We do your cholesterol. We do five parts of your thyroid. We do cortisol. We do insulin. We do ferritin, stored iron, vitamin D, and a urinalysis. And then if you want to, we can add hormones on top of that. But, you know, we've got it down to where we can charge less than what most people would pay for their copay if they had good insurance, if that even exists anymore. Wow. You got me. I, I, I want to take this. How much is it? <laughs> if, if you added your hormones, it would be 288 Oh, wow. Okay. And, you know, I have a pretty good working relationship with a lot of the MDs. Um because I respect what they do that, that helps a lot, but the 288, um, they've come down and, and gotten their lab work. I said, you're, you're an MD. Why don't you order your own lab? They said, cause it cost me $1,200 my cost. Uh, wow. you know, I had a lady from the, uh, one of the hospitals here. She said, oh, I'll get it to the hospital. I'll get it real cheaply. And the, the panel I wanted was $125. She comes back and says, holy cow, my copay was $500 for the $125 panel. I said, I'm not making any money off of it. I try to do it very, very low cost so people can stick with it. You know, I, I don't, you know, I'm not chasing the dollar. I'm chasing health and relationships and, and then everything else takes care of itself. Right. Well said. On that note, uh, the closing question that every guest has to answer, we want to know your top three tips to live optimal. Number one, find peace. Whatever that is for you. Number two, uh, have the proper nutrition so that your body can function at 100%. Don't. Don't live your life at 30% and at the end of your life, look back and say, wow, I wish I'd have done that. And number three, nine piece. <laughs> I see what you did. It's that important, isn't it? I think so. Even in the midst of the storm, you know, it, it, you can have peace and you know, it's, it's a challenge for Janet and me sometimes, but for the most part, we, you know, we stay in a, level of pretty much peaceful most of the time and you know it, it 
makes for a happier life and a less stressed body on top of it. Mm-hmm. Well, Dr. Lewis, this has been a, a, an entertaining and educating <laughs> podcast. I, I am grateful for your time. Thanks for, for sharing your knowledge and your time with us. Uh, for you guys listening, make sure you go to naturalstacks.com. We'll have links to studies that are mentioned, uh, the tests, uh, links to Dr. Lewis's websites, Anything else that you guys would want to pursue, we will have those for you on the show notes for this episode. Go to iTunes, leave us a five-star review. When we read your review on the air, we will get you a care package as a thank you. And of course, share the OPP with the people in your life who you know will enjoy and benefit from the things that we're talking about here on the show. Thank you guys for tuning in and spending some time with us today. Dr. Lewis, thank you, sir. It was my pleasure. You made it easy. Thank you. (laughs) 